to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. This week we're talking about the debut record from a band called Big Thief. It starts out with a brief intro and then goes into the first real song, the title track, Masterpiece. for that kind of entry into the album where you start off with this first track that's really kind of tinny and like a very lo-fi kind of Americana recording and then the second track really opens it up and it's still kind of this country-ish tinged but it's so warm and the production I think is really clean and kind of open and then towards the end of it you starts to get really a little a little noisy but never gets out of this kind of very like down home kind of uh, twangy sound and I think it's a nice open start yeah the singer had done some solo work before and apparently it was much more twangy and more kind of country sounding even though these guys are from Brooklyn so it's not really a country music capital but you can tell they're going for a more pop sound here and this is I think the most powerful track on the album and it really starts off the record with a statement and like you said i think it's kind of deceptive in part because they're a saddle creek records band so you go Uh, into the lineage of a lot of these bands use found tape sounds and stuff and so i think maybe the first track was an intentional kind of like draw you in with what you're expecting and yeah you're listening we we recorded this directly to an edison cylinder yes exactly psych yeah but yeah, I, I like that it's so upbeat in, in its sound, but right off the bat, even as it's it's incredibly just a just rousing sound, but the lyrics are kind of about like muddling through like, mm-hmm. oh, see the masterpiece. But then there's just a lot of lyrics. So like at a certain point, you just can't keep pushing people away. And I guess I'm just going to accept that these are the people in my life. So it's this sort of weird that's like, yeah, it's really rousing. And it's all about just like, uh, I guess you'll do. I guess I can put up with this. And I've been just I haven't seen you in a while. And my life hasn't gone so great. And in retrospect, yeah, maybe you're actually OK. It's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we talked about before we recorded the podcast about the fact that there's not a lot of thematic consistency to the lyrics in these songs. 
But I think that's typical of a first record because you're drawing on all of these songs that you've probably been writing your whole life up until now. And so they might not all be on a theme. But I think the one theme that goes through is this just kind of melancholy and disconnectedness in relationships. Yeah. And so certainly here that's there. And yet it's the sonically this, the song is not like that. But then I think we segue in the set in the well, I keep thinking of the second track, really the third track where it the sound becomes much more melancholy to match lyrics. That's called Vegas. that um, Buck Meek is playing and we've I forgot to say so it's Buck Meek on guitar and Adrian Lanker is the singer and I like that they keep her voice really high in the mix throughout this I mean I tend to like records where the vocals are high in the mix but she has such a pretty distinctive voice yeah I like that it's it manages to be kind of wispy but also very strong like it, it manages to be really powerful while still having this kind of vulnerability to it yeah and uh, I think this song is, I think, where she starts to point that voice into a much less uh, direct uh, style. I think that the track we heard before, Masterpiece, is pretty straightforward and relatable. And I think here it gets a lot more kind of elliptical where there's this imagery of salting the ocean. Your tears will salt the ocean You're and seeking out the ocean and her father kind of leaving for the ocean. And it's not clear what that meant, but it's doesn't sound good kind of dark yeah and i think this is a good example of what's going on in a lot of the album where the lyrics are very kind of vague and elliptical and i find that a little bit irritating just generally i I wanted more kind of specificity and story and it's interesting because she's kind of hinting at stories in a lot of these but then you are left not really understanding what she was trying to communicate yeah, it's, I think it sounds great, but it can be a little unsatisfying, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But certainly, uh, it's just this great sort of vision, you know, this imagery here of like, uh, the, and here the, the two choruses have completely different lyrics. So there's, mm-hmm. she's throwing a lot of lyrics in here, but this idea of like, open up the engine and listen to it sing. And uh, all this, and then this, actually the next chorus, it just has this great line of like, tell me when we grow up, will we ever go home? Mm-hmm. And so there is that sort of sense of, you know, longing for a past that you know you can never get back to. And it's just so sad. And so even if there's not that specificity, specificity it does 
kind of grab me in that sense and that longing for childhood certainly you see i think the cover of the album and even like their website is all these like pictures of i guess her as a kid but some girl kind of playing and maybe playing music and it's just really sweet but also very sad and that sense of a past that you can't quite that you're trying to maybe recast in a different light i think is a theme that goes through and that's particularly on display in the next track that we're going to play it's called real love play a bit of a long section there but this song is so dense i think the earlier songs on the album really lull you into a false sense of security because they're pretty straightforward pretty short pretty straightforward verse chorus verse chorus not really much of a bridge and then this song comes in it's over four minutes long and it's these verses the that are triplets of lines of of lyrics so that's already kind of odd and then you know first chorus first chorus and then it just kind of breaks open into these weird noisy guitar solos we heard that one there which goes on for a while but it sounds so good and it's you know after this sort of country tinge kind of down home sound to have just this wall of sound knock you over is really refreshing yeah it's certainly structurally the most ambitious i think of all of the songs on this record and it reminded me a little bit of the Speedy Ortiz record that we talked about, I don't know, several months ago. And it's just kind of being almost proggy in that it brings in so many different elements. Like you've got the quiet acoustic moments and then these noise bridges and then the, you know, the the parts where it's kind of the her voice is lower in the mix and you can't exactly yeah. hear what she's saying. And Yeah. And then I think here, like we have this entire, I mean, this great chorus of real love makes your heart or makes your lungs black real love is a heart attack and then the section we hear we only hear the first half of the chorus before she just breaks down and the guitar comes out and mm-hmm. so even that gets mm-hmm. kind of ripped apart mm-hmm. the- and i think lyrically there's a lot to sort of examine i think we could talk for a long time about what she's what they're trying to communicate in this song it seems like a little girl watching her parents in kind of a toxic relationship oh, but what is what the 
there's a lot of nuance to that. Well, yeah, that, that well, just that that right at the beginning, uh, having your face hit, having your lips split mm-hmm. by the one who loves you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a super abusive relationship, and you know, riding in the back seat, watching the spit fly, mm-hmm. like it's so the imagery is really yeah. vivid and dark. And I and I also just like the imagery of you know being a little girl and watching your her mom. I think it's supposed to be her mom doing her hair and makeup and yeah. just having that. Being like this, this, this is your model for adulthood, and this is what you're watching, and kind of the, I think that is the implication for the rest of the record is this is how it reflects out as you grow up, and these things play out in your own adult relationships. Yeah, it's that she's able to look back to that and try and draw strength from it somehow. It's kind of amazing and clear. Still can you know feels I think some some nostalgia. But, you know, you think, is it for a youth that she never really had? And I I think she pretty aggressively is exploring that in the next song, which, again, more nostalgia, and it's called Interstate. it's just me but that song had such a 90s feel to me it was like the chugga chugga kind of guitar and then the which i don't know if that was vocal or some instrument but it totally reminded me of like a breeder song yeah i I think that was instrumental but i like that there's that a bit of ambiguity you can't quite tell like a weird (laughs) maybe a weird like process and yeah something either a synth or just a guitar through a lot of effects you know you can kind of blend it there and yeah to me that just that uh, chorus that interstate mm-hmm. uh, poison freeway and the yeah. way that delivery yeah very 90s I couldn't quite put my finger on what kind of nostalgic era that was and I think her vocals have a real flatness that's not necessarily it, the a tonal flatness that's not the case with the other records and I think that's a very 90s thing yeah I think like, the, that's a very Kim deal delivery yeah well that kind of yeah that wispiness that I talked about mm-hmm. that and that almost like down home kind of country sound is gone here mm-hmm. and especially in that chorus and it really is striking and you know I feel a little crazy saying oh nostalgia nostalgia I'm like no this is super dark but it all comes down to that the second part of the chorus you could go back in time Mm -hmm. and that just desire to go back but are you going back to celebrate it or to 
change it. Well, and I like the imagery of like the interstate is somewhere where you travel and you're traveling forward in space. And, you know, then it talks about going back, traveling backwards in time. And oh, I sure. Think that and I, and just cool. that great line that like, oh, things are not so great here. But what's far from here is not so scary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I also like this song continues that kind of odd structural things being triples instead of doubles or fours. Mm-hmm. So there's like these three lines in the verse and then sort of three of these three line structures. So threes and nines instead oh. of twos and fours. And I'm a sucker for that sort of thing, just because pop music is so pushing you into mm-hmm. things being even numbers mm-hmm. and that they're just aggressively saying, Nope, not today. That even gets broken. Cause then it's like three groups of three and then two groups of three. And then the song just ends in this weird sample of, I like trucks. I like cars. Yeah, that's more of the kind of found sound thing that we were talking about yeah. earlier. And I actually, I don't, I think those are kind of misplaced, the the found sound elements. It's like they have such a great polished song as a, sound as a full band that I think it's sort of a false nod to lo-fi or whatever to throw these kind of found sound like in like little arrow the opening track in there it just kind of is distracting i think for me it just it helps me at least see that sort of is this go back in time to celebrate versus go back in time to change everything because it's so horrible and at least here there's that sense of kind of that childhood innocence and it's like well she's remembering that innocence of just like the interstate wasn't about like what you're running away from or what you're running towards but just the experience of like i'm on the road and hey there's cars and trucks and it's interesting yeah and I, I, that's good in such an otherwise pretty dark kind of sonic sound landscape. So the next track that we'll play is also kind of dark, but in a different way, and it's called Paul. Oh, the last time I saw Paul, I was horrible and almost let him in. But I stopped and caught the wall, and my got dry so all I did was take him for a spin yeah we hopped inside my car and I drove in circles round the freight train yard and he turned the headlights off then he pulled the bottle out and then he showed bunch of songs sort of about childhood and remembrance and maybe wanting to change it this album kind of goes into at least a couple songs more about adult relationships and this one is just heartbreaking that i I love this just opening line i I was last time i saw paul i was horrible and almost let him in and just the sense of what it is for someone to that someone loves her and you really get the sense of just he'll, he'll love you 
however she is and he's just opened her and it's like nope i'm gonna push you away i'm a uh-huh. terrible person i'm protecting you from me yeah it's just heartbreaking <laughs> yeah yeah and her voice is really beautiful in this too it's just a, it's structurally really simple and the instruments are really spare and i think it really it contributes to the subject matter yeah although at least the one deviation i think from simplicity is that the choruses are not repeated lyric each chorus is sort of this different mm-hmm. sequence of things she would be in a relationship and uh at a certain at first she's like oh i'll be a machine and a a, a record player if you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, i actually don't but it's mm-hmm. sort of a really evocative and then later it's like i'll be a a tough cookie with a whiskey breath and i'll be a killer who's the cause of our death it's <laughs> like that took a turn yeah, and I mean, for a song that's basically about how even a good person can't fix you, I think, you know, it, it's written in a way where the lyrics are not exactly direct, but they communicate what she's trying to get across pretty well. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it is, I, I'd like to take at least a kernel of hope that at least there's this self-awareness. She's like realizing that, oh, I'm pushing these people away and maybe I can't keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that the final line of the song is just, I keep saying heartbreaking because it so is. It's just like, I've been burning for you since the night that I left. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I chose to leave and it was a mistake, but I, I'm i sticking with it. Yeah. And it's, but maybe at least she'll understand and not screw up next time. Yeah. And then it's followed up by the next song, which is similar subject matter. It's called Humans. number of songs where they really pack in a ton of lyrical content with choruses that don't repeat here we have verses that repeat it's just really repetitive but i think it helps to create kind of this dreamlike atmosphere and which is sealed down by that um the chorus which has this i you don't see me or i don't see you or i don't see you don't see and it's just so spooky and then sonically it's so far from that kind of country-ish sound and it's almost like this new wavy like experience and i really enjoy this song and it's of course yet another just like uh i'm human i'm supposed to feel i want to have contact i want to have love but uh, I fight your touch like a fever. <laughs> like, yeah, and I think this pairs nicely with the song before it, Paul, because it's going from like one particular individual who can't sort of save her to humans in general can't save each other. Yeah. And this image of love like a fever and infection that you're fighting, I think, is kind of an interesting one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I feel. I feel sad for her that 
she's working through these issues but it's it's gets so it's dark in there well and you know not all songs are personal they can be written from the point of view of a character or yeah someone else. and it is true that this is general enough that yeah she's someone just seeing out in the world like why can't we just love each other like why can't we all just get along i wasn't gonna go there but yeah that <laughs> that sense that like you that yeah the world the world there's needs more goodness <laughs> yeah and the next song that we're going to talk about which is also the next track on the record is goes sort of with that same idea as relationships as both comforting and soft and also sort of a tether and something that ties you down and it's called velvet ring about the fact that often debut albums are sort of written in over the years before a band comes together and so they're often not thematically consistent but I think they took songs that were sort of thematically desperate disparate and sequence them in a way that creates a narrative arc and you kind of start with the more childhood remembrances and then the transition in memory of of you know sort of recasting those childhood memories and then moving on in the last third of the album to more adult relationships and moving forward and and this there's this song velvet ring that i'm not sure exactly what's going on but you know it's definitely about a problematic adult relationship and being stuck in bad circumstances and then the last song which we'll play as we go out kind of talks about bringing all these ideas together and seeing the parallels and seeing the patterns in your life and hopefully making sense of them and learning something you know this song we just heard velvet ring is just seems to be about like still kind of wallowing and struggling and not getting out of there and just these like what's done is done and what what do we do and this great line i think her water broke and they would have to wait it's uh just wonderfully evocative and just so kind of stripped down with just the two acoustic guitars for most of the song mm-hmm. and they're still struggling. But thankfully that final song that will play last in parallels seems to be this searching for transcendence and this great metaphor of the, I see the caterpillar and maybe I can learn how to transform to cocoon and be reborn. Mm-hmm. And 
see those parallels between the various parts of life and uh these might be young young musicians with a first album for this band but uh i think pretty promising and uh, pretty impressive work so we have been discussing the album masterpiece by the band big thief and this has been for the record thanks so much for listening don't I make you feel